Welcome to Talking Not Ranting. My name is Alistair Field. And I'm Greg Smith. You've dropped in on our current topic series, The Struggle to Be a Good Manager. And today, our episode is entitled Intention. Now, let's set the stage for those of you that are just dropping in. Greg and I have been friends for a long time, and we've just been gabbing like crazy for about the last half hour, not getting any work done. So how are you today, Greg? I'm doing very well. And as you know, my, my mother's friend said, he, I have the gift of gab, so no wonder we were chatting so much. Well, I think I have a little bit of that as well. So uh, <laughs> lucky listeners. Yes. So just to continue, uh, Greg and I have both been managers for a long time. We've both benefited from other people assisting us in our management development. And in every episode, we're going to discuss a situation where we and others have missed the mark as managers. We'll always start at the perspective of the employee, and we're going to discuss uh, some of the things that we've seen other people do, model for us, how to deal with these situations in a better way. And we're always going to have an underlying theme of a good discussion, and I think we're going to have a good discussion today. Yeah, this is one of my favorite words and and favorite um, insights. Exactly. Uh, so intention is the topic today and throughout this podcast a series of keywords keep popping up and over the last few weeks we've been uh, zeroing in on those words uh, I think we're calling this the Sesame Street part of our podcast the word of the day today is intention yes uh, so there's been words like uh, listening value safe brave trust openness context and now the newest word intention of course and there is a story around this. Uh, throughout this podcast, we have talked about a lot of topics and uh, words, and some of these ideas and words come up quite often. And the one word or idea that Greg uh, brings up quite often is this word intention. And last week, we spoke about context, and uh, Greg, rightfully so, linked that uh, to uh, intention. And so as promised, that's what we're going to talk about. This is one of Greg's favorite words. It is. So let's set the scene here. Your company, organization, leaders or managers undertake actions. They speak to groups of people or directly towards you. And you experience some or all of the following. Your organization sometimes does things. You don't understand the motivation on why and why tell everyone in that way. Your manager jumps into something with a lot of energy and you don't understand why. Don't they trust me? You get taken to task all the time and not always in an appropriate manner. Don't they like me? Your manager has ghosted you. They don't get back to you or they blow you off at meetings. Why? You understand the context of the situation, but in every interaction, you are unsure why the managers do what they do. You're sitting across from your manager having a conversation and you're wondering, is this for my benefit or for my demise? So Greg, how does the concept of intention affect our relationships and the work environment? And I'm expecting a lot from this because this is your word, my friend. Yeah, yeah. Well, interesting. Uh, interesting enough, we just taped a Safe Brave Stories podcast. And in it, we were talking about how we receive things and interpret things uh, based upon you know, whatever we're experiencing. And often what happens is we interpret, pull information, energy, 
contact, everything into it, and it can create a spin because our minds take it in based upon our biases, our blind spots and everything, and, and create all kinds of different interpretations and spin. And so what happens for me, this is why intention is so important, both in knowing what your intention is and also declaring your intention is so important because without it, as you said in some of those examples, the why is up to interpretation and therefore, uh, with the, the greater number of people in the room, the more interpretations that will happen. So it creates spin, it creates confusion, it creates uh, a wasted energy. Um, when you're not clear on the intention uh, and or others have not declared a clear intention. So I think this is a, a, such a simple thing. When we talked about context um, uh, last week, podcast so important to understand the context but equally important is to understand the intention the why well i think intention is part of the context but intention also stands off on its own out there and i think it's not just uh what we think inside what we're feeling inside as managers uh what we tell people i also think it's the consistency on, on how we apply all these things one of the things you touched on that really uh, resonates for me is myself. What are my intentions? And I, am I cool with it? Like, do I know why I'm speaking to this person this way? Can they see that? Because quite often I, I think people, they think they're hoodwinking people. Maybe they're angry or they're frustrated and they, they put on this cool facade and they go and talk to the person, but the other person knows they're not happy. And I, I just think, you know, this whole idea of, of being okay with yourself where you're at and have a conversation whenever that appropriate time is, uh, you're not fooling anybody. And uh, so being self-aware of how you're feeling when you decide to do something, you know, what are your intentions in this conversation? You know, if you're ticked off and you want to tell somebody off, then let's not pretend that that's something other than that. And if you're having a conversation with somebody if you're kind of being real in that situation, they're going to be able to see that, especially if they get to know you over a period of time, they can read you uh, just like you read them. And just being clear about our, our intentions makes it a lot easier to say what it is, but more importantly, to, to act what those intentions are, because people, people watch how you do things, not necessarily what you say all the time. Communication is so physical and we, we, always try to talk about talking, but the reality is, is the physicality of it, of it is just as important, if not more important in everything that we do. Yeah, no, I like that. And I do, I do think you're right. The intention and, and context are intertwined. They are separate and intertwined. I always say that, you know, there's a big difference between intention and impact. And there have been many times throughout my career where I've entered a space with a good intention. I knew what my intention was and I entered into the space with a good intention, but not being aware of the context and not, not even de not declaring what that intention was. I, it was a bad impact, you know, and we've talked about those times when you leave, even thinking that great intention, everyone will understand it. I've laid something beautiful down and then finding out later that it's disaster. Disaster, and I see Alistair getting his pen out to write our next topic, uh, but it's it's so powerful. I think that next topic is going to be entitled impact. 
because they're linked, right? All these things are linked. And this is the thing. I really do think that intention is part of context, but I think it's distinct enough that, you know, having this conversation today is, is really, really important. So let's uh, talk about some common sense things as managers to help deal with this situation. And some of these, I think we've already touched on in our opening remarks, but number one, make sure of your own intentions. Let's be honest with ourselves about why we're doing what we're doing, why we're having the conversation with this person. Um, you know, if you're angry and then, you know, you're going to be correcting the situation, then let's be just clear with that. That's exactly what we're doing. And the person should know that. And of course we should always be professional, but let's not mess around. Let's, let's say, listen, you know, Greg, um, you did that. Um, you didn't do it the right way. You knew what it was. And I don't want that to happen again. And this is my expectation in the future. I should, you know, you, you should know what my intention is. It, it's the correct this situation so that we can move forward. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes this is where you need to spend a bit of time peeling the onion because what you may, oh, my intention is this, uh, but, you know, ask yourself, is that true? Is it really true? Dig a little deeper before you get excited and start declaring your intention to, you know, spend a little time digging deep to understand, yeah, what's really at the core, uh, what you're feeling and what you want to declare and what you want to do. What's at the core? Because sometimes it's not as clear and you might think you know what your intentions are, but sometimes it's good to just sit a bit and, uh, and dig a little deeper. Well, the second one runs right into that. Make sure of when you make a decision, you're clear on your intentions with that decision. Yeah, because decisions, understanding your intentions really help make those decisions more powerful, more clear, more actionable uh, once you determine those intentions first. Um, uh, but, but being clear on those intentions really are important because you can make bad decisions if you're not unclear or if you're going in the wrong direction. Yeah. And make sure you aren't kidding yourself because uh, you're not kidding anybody else. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I agree. I agree hundred percent. And you use the word uh, quite often. I don't know if it's in every podcast, but it's certainly been in uh, part of some critical parts of some conversations is that the concept of pause. And I think, Pause is one of those things that is very beneficial to intentions and to figuring out where you are and, you know, you need to make a decision and how are you going to execute that decision? How are you going to have the conversation? I really like the idea of pause kind of twinned with this. Yeah, you know, and we're in such a fast paced world. And, you know, sometimes you got to move fast, uh, but there's always an opportunity for a bit of pause and pause always strengthens uh, your your end result, your end decision. You know, the only time pause for me, even in this, is is an emergency situation where you got to react quickly, and that is that is that is critical. But most times, even a short pause is going to make more powerful, more intentional uh, actions. I agree, and and some of the best people I've worked for. Um, what I found is they really do take advantage of that pause where they go off and they talk to whoever they have to talk to, or maybe they just sit on it themselves and think about it. And then when they come back, you know, their intentions are very, very clear. And I can think of one or two people that I've worked with that were just masters at this. And you knew 
uh, kind of the backstory. And uh, when they came and talked to you or didn't come to talk to you, you knew everything was going on. I'm being a little cryptic, but I remember early, early on in my law enforcement career, I got involved in something. And at that time in law enforcement, it was really important that you were dressed appropriately at all times, no matter what you were doing, uh, you know, running after somebody, uh, whatever it was, you had to be properly attired because that was the most important thing, apparently. And I remember I got involved in something and it was just nasty. And uh, in the end, uh, people recovered from it. But I remember uh, somebody very senior went to one of my went to my manager and just yelled at them because I was inappropriately attired for a period of time when this thing was unfolding. And it worked out well. I did all the right things. All the other people were there. We worked as a team. You know, uh, fire department was there. Ambulance was there. Every everything worked out. But uh, a very senior person went and apparently yelled at my manager about me. And what's nice about the, this, uh, just the strength of intention in this is that my manager never spoke to me about that. Like I heard third hand. Well, I think everybody heard in the station because the, the discussion was very loud. But the, the, the intention of my manager, once I realized that that conversation had taken place and that I was never spoken to about it because everything else was 100% bang on. We saved a life. There's all sorts of stuff. So I just think... Uh, the intention in that, like nothing actually happened, but it just goes to show you what the intention was in my managers that as a young person involved in a very dynamic situation where anything could have gone wrong, I did the job. Everybody eventually was okay. And there was no need to talk to me about something that was irrelevant in that situation. So I had such esteem for my my manager and the other, uh, there was a couple other people that were in charge of me as well about how they handled that situation. I went, their intentions with me are really good. They're here to bring me along and not saddle me with un, uh, unreasonable expectations and things that really didn't matter when uh, our primary focus will always be on public safety. It was a very interesting situation. And uh, I learned a lot in that moment about what managers are all about. Yeah, it's interesting because, you know, there's so many layers of intention. So there's the intention for this conversation. Here is the intent. Here's what's behind me bringing this forward, whatever that is. But then there's this broader intention that you're talking about is what is my intention as a leader, as a manager? How do I want to consistently show up? what is my approach? And in this case, you shared, you know, the intention of, my, of that leader was to uh, shield his people, support his people, filter out the things that were important and weren't important when you take into the full context of the situation. And it would seem to me that he did a wonderful job there of, uh, of responding in the, in, the, in the great way versus the senior leader what was his intention in that process? To uh, be seen as a bully? To embarrass himself or herself across the organization? So really, you know, it's a beautiful example in one story of how people show up differently. Obviously, the senior person did not think of what's my intention. Because if his intention was 
that really uniform is really important, how then do I show up? What is the right way that's going to shift the behaviors are going forward? And how do I need to do? They could have showed up in a completely different way. Probably if they paused, dug deeper and said, what am I trying to do here? And then what's my intention? And then set it up versus, so that's a kind of a cool example of a senior leader who did not approach this in the right way. And a middle leader, middle manager who did a very good job. I think so. It was very impactful. Like uh, a couple of people asked me, where were my, you know, in this series, in this podcast series, where are my uh, really good influences from? And it's like way back there. It's like when I first joined a police service, when I first became a sergeant in a police service, it's the people I worked with in those situations that had such a massive impact on how I developed as a supervisor slash manager, whatever I ended up being. And I think there's a life lesson in that because how we deal with the younger people or the newer people in our organization, I don't think we could ever underline enough how important it is those initial uh, interactions and conversations and things, how important those are. Because every time I look back, Greg, you know, like I got, I have a zillion stories. We could talk for three hours on every topic here. And I know you have that many stories as well. But one of the things that keeps coming out uh, out of my experience that I realize is how important in those early days, the people that I worked for ended up being later on when I had people working for me and uh, you and I have discussed this. I'm, I was a reluctant manager and, but how just critically important those early exchanges were uh, dealing with the people that were in charge of me. Yeah, and you know what, as I'm thinking about this even more so, continue to think about it, is that the, at the, even the higher level, I do a lot of work here and a fair amount associated with the books in search of safe race spaces and all the circle work we're doing is helping people to reflect upon and, in, and, and identify their even highest intention. How do I wanna to contribute to the world? How do I wanna show up? So again, I, I know I, in our original conversation around attention, it's about the importance of in every moment, uh, understanding and declaring your intention, but there are so many layers and at the highest levels and they feed into each other because at the highest level, knowing what is my intention as a, as a person in, on this earth, what do I wanna do? Starting with that kind of higher level, I call it a personal contribution commitment or purpose or intention, knowing that then filters down and guides everything that you do. So that leader had a broader intention of leadership, of supporting others, of, of creating a, a space for folks that work for them to be as successful as possible. It filters all the way down. So I do think there are layers here. And, but throughout those layers, really being crisp around what is my intention? What's my purpose? What is, you know, my, uh, how do I want to show up? All of those things are so important in determining that and also then declaring how you are, uh, the filters of which you're looking through are so, so, so important. I really like that, right? Like, the, you know, the bigger picture, but that translates into individual uh, transactions, right? Between people. I think one of the 
telling things about somebody's intentions, about who they are, is, uh, I don't know, Greg, how many of the places you've worked where there's been some charity function as part of a work experience, you're raising money for whoever. I, I like to watch people, and I know you do as well. And I love it when there's an event, whether I'm running it or just showing up, there's just those people, like even if they're high ranking people in your organization and they just show up, you know, drop some money in a basket, go play a game, do whatever. Uh, uh, you ask them if uh, they could contribute in terms of uh, uh, labor, go flip pancakes, hamburgers, whatever it is. And okay, nothing. There's no presentation about it. There's no entrance. There's no entourage. They just go and they do what they have to do. And going back to early into my police experience is, you know, some of the managers that I'm talking about here on training day, which was the last day of afternoons in the service I was at. So it was a Wednesday. They, you know, we would go for training for a couple hours. We'd come back and the sergeants would be sitting there flipping hamburgers and hot dogs. And, uh, you know, give you the nod. What do you want? There was no presentation about it. Their, their thing was, okay, you know, you guys have worked hard for 35 days. Uh, you know, there was days off in there, but you know, the cycle's almost over and uh, you know, Hey, here, have a hamburger, have a hot dog, you know, have a Debrazini, whatever it was, you know, there's some coleslaw over there, whatever it was the intention uh, of kind of the bigger intention of what they wanted to impart on us to be part of. It was very, very clear. Like there's no doubt that uh there would be corrective measures if we made a mistake. There's training aspects. But at the same time, their, their bigger intentions were very, very clear. And that's to bring us all along, get us all to work together, and to just have a good, good working relationship. And they were appreciative of us. I love that. And the whole idea of uh, intentions become really crystal clear in your actions. And in particular, with regards to charity, I remember once uh, working for a company and uh, the the CEO or the the CEO was was from uh, Britain, and he was a finance guy. He was like a gazillionaire, and uh, um, and really kind of um, a little very dry. Um, and people really didn't know how to take him. And I remember we had a charity, a luncheon for staff, and we had a water tank, you know, a dunk tank. And this guy, uh, um, uh, it, I jokingly said to him, you know, you really want to show up, you should come with the, are you going to come with the dunk tank? And I was head of people and culture and I never heard anything anyway. So, the, and then the, the next day we're in the dunk tank and I'm on there. Cause you know, I'm always in, into that. And I'm, I'm, I'm sitting on there again. All of a sudden I see the CEO come out and he's got a, a, a cheap t-shirt on uh, a cheap swimsuit uh, on and black socks and, you know, like $500 shoes. And he's walking out to that. And I thought, oh, wow, that's pretty cool. He takes off the stuff and he gets up and he gets dunked. From that day on, the engagement and connectivity and really um, connection to him was so, it was transformed. Because, and I always knew in his heart, he was a good guy, but he just was, he kind of showed up a little stiff and focused and, you know, because he's a gazillionaire, people thought he was out of touch. And all of a sudden it shifted in one moment. And it was based upon, as you described, that charity moment when he walked in. I could still visualize 
you know, the $500 shoes and black socks and the Walmart uh, shorts and shirt. So that, funny. That's awesome. But, uh, but you're right though. Actions, like I said it earlier, actions really stand out more than words sometimes. And there's just times when, uh, you know, people are approaching a situation. I, I remember I worked with this guy. I worked for this guy and I eventually came back and worked with him as a partner. And, uh, he was, uh, just a different, had a different personality than me. Like you walk by him in the hallway one day and uh, you say, Hey, how's it going? And he's just off somewhere. It doesn't say anything. And then another day he'll see you and be very warm and just, uh, you know, we're just different. And I remember one night it was late and I got tied up in something as I always did. I could never get home on time. And he comes walking and he'd been out at a meeting or something. So he's my manager. Like he's my boss. He goes, what are you doing? I said, oh, I'm just you know, processing this thing. Uh, uh, an investigation I, I had came to a conclusion. He says, oh, he says, listen, I don't know anything about what you're doing here, like what the subject matter is, but uh, let me grab some of the paperwork that's just generalized and I'll do it for you. So just cut down on some of the paperwork for you. And then I had to go in and interview somebody. He said, hang on. Yeah, I'll come in with you. Yeah, no problem. He says, I don't know anything about this. So, you know, you ask the questions and I'll jump in if there's something obvious uh, that maybe we need to revisit or whatever. And the guy helped me out for like an hour. This is like at nine o'clock at night. I think he was supposed to be off at five or something. And uh, then he came by and says, yeah, uh, put me down for authorizing your overtime because you're going to be a little bit and uh, we'll see you later. See you tomorrow. Good work. And and just is interesting because um, he could have just left because it was my job to, to deal with this. And, but just his intention to make sure that I was okay. Uh, the person I was working with hadn't been in that day and this just culminated, it just happened. This is how my whole life is. Things just happen at a certain time, not always planned and just his intention. And I learned a lot about him. And then, so when I had the opportunity to come back to this situation, to be his partner, to deal with the subject matter that he dealt with. I didn't have a second thought about it. I went, yeah, okay, you know what? We're very different people. But at the same time, he, he you know, I understand what his intentions are. Um, he is who he is and I am who I am. But I, I can work with this person. I, I understand them. Yeah, yeah. You know, something that's bubbling up in my head is the, the three key things of, as a leader with regards to intention is know it, um, declare it, and live it. Uh, because all do it and, and do it yeah you know like because if you you know first knowing be really crisp and clear on what your intention is in in both broadly as a person in a role in a situation um, declare it there's nothing more powerful than declaring because then it actually puts you out there to actually then do it but then live it because once you've once you've done it and all of those things really help reinforce it. Because if you think it, if you declare it, and if you do it, um, live it, then then th that's going to strengthen it even more. And it starts to get that consistency. And you've said it a couple of times, that then it builds the trust um, amongst your team, amongst your staff, uh, amongst the folks around you. Yeah, and one of the, uh, just going to the next point, I think it kind of feeds in nicely. Uh, intentions become clear when people know each other. Uh, it's really hard to understand what somebody's intentions are in a one-off situation. Uh, maybe there's, you know, there's uh, something that has to be dealt with right away and you, you put a couple people together that don't work with you before, they don't, haven't worked with each other and you just do what you have to do. But, you know, when you get to know people, it's a lot easier to understand what their intentions are, you know, whether it's by them declaring it, talking about it, or, or just the way that they act and, and kind of live it out. 
but it is much easier when you know each other and when you have some idea of each other's uh, um, what we're like. I agree. I agree. And you know, it's interesting because I know we're going to, we're going to, I, I agree hundred percent. We're going to shift into as employees, there's a couple of things we can do. And one of the first things is don't jump to conclusion. And uh, that is if you don't know the intention to dig deeper, be curious, what's behind it? What's important to you? Because, you know, if you're interpreting, we're never good at interpreting. You know, we, we might have good intuition. There's something else there, but we're, we're horrible at interpretation, most of us. Uh, so asking the question, don't jump to the conclusion. Say, you know, what's behind it? You sense this, I sense this is important. Tell me more. You know, and you can do that as a leader and as an employee, uh, but dig a, dig a bit deeper. Yeah, and be aware of what your default setting is. Like mm. if you're always going to that negative place or, or whatever, then, you know, part of this solution is you. And I, I think that's, you know, not jumping to conclusions is great. And to just sit there, why do I always go to that place when I don't know why things are happening or why these conversations are taking place? I think it's, uh, I think it's pretty important to understand where you're coming from as the employee. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah, and be in open in conversations with your boss. The more they feel comfortable to speak to you, the more that they see that you're comfortable. Uh, there's more of a chance of understanding not only the context but the intentions of what's being asked of you uh, from your manager. Just so important. Yeah, you know, even again, we and we've said this on almost every podcast. Even if your manager is not good at this, even if your manager does not provide context or does not provide the intention, and you know, because this is a this is a learned behavior you can begin the process of, uh, of upward teaching, you know, by asking good questions. And sooner or later, they will then be key, become, it'll become a habit in them because they know that, gee, I'm gonna go talk with Alistair. And you know, Alistair's always asking me about the context, their intention. I better, what am I thinking about that? So you can upward teach and they don't even know. So that's always a good thing too. And it does build a relationship, like you say, makes you more comfortable. And listen and watch them, get to know them. Uh, you know, we've given a bunch of examples where people have acted out what their intentions are. So watch out, you know, watch them in those moments and you really get a sense of somebody and you really can appreciate what they're all about. Not everybody is really good about articulating what their intentions are, what their feelings are, what's going on. We're just not all wired that way, but watch what people do. Like I love watching people and I know you do as well, Greg. And I, I just think as an employee, like, like, let's watch our bosses and we, you know, it's not just what they say, it's what they do. So maybe take a little closer note of those things. I think it's a great idea. And, you know, even by watching and noting and, and saying, hey, I, I'm sensing this is really important to you. Again, it builds relationship, builds trust and, and just, just strengthens that, which is will strengthen your relationship and, and the, the engagement in the, in the workplace. Yeah. And the next one, it kind of feeds into this whole relationship thing is ask the question. Uh, I don't like the word accountability because it, it, it probably sets the wrong tone. But when you talk to somebody, if your boss is talking about something, you're not sure, you know, you're working through the context and now what's the, what's your intentions here? Ask the question, because I, I think as leaders, you know, when people help us learn up, uh, it, it kind of provides a, a natural accountability. And we all have accountability in our relationships, no matter what the relationship is. And I, I just think, you know, when you ask a question and I, I don't mind putting people on the spot, that's fine, but I don't 
like to do it. I'd rather just have a, a free flowing conversation, but there's times when you have to ask a question and it's, it is all part of that accountability. And we might not like to talk about accountability, but we have it in every relationship in our lives. Yeah. And always be careful on how you're asking it. Right. Cause if you say, Alistair, what's your intention here? You know, that, and <laughs> not, not only the words, but the tone versus, Hey, you seem really passionate about that. Tell me more. What's behind that? You know, whatever is the question, you can get at intention versus versus saying the word intention because for some reason sometimes intention without relationship can feel like an accusation. Uh, intention with a strong relationship is a seek to understand. It can be a trigger. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, like ask a question, have a have a good conversation, get to know this person, watch what they do. Uh, and under, you know, we've talked about, you know, how people act at charity things, whether somebody shows up, if they don't show up, how they show up, um, you know, it, it, it's, it's our actions or words are so powerful. And as employees, if we're in the game and we're, we're watching people and, and in, interrelating with them, you know, it's cool. You can really figure out somebody out, out and just have a good relationship and get the job done. If we are in a situation that we are just not down with, maybe you're in a situation where you don't trust the intentions, you never know the context, uh, and you know you've bumped up against the wall a few times, then move on. Uh, I we've we've said this a, a few times, not that often in this podcast series, but there's times when you're not if you're not in a good situation, then just move on. And I've moved on a couple times. Uh, I'm sure Greg, you have as well. And I think we would be irresponsible if we didn't kind of bring this up in the conversation as well. There's times when the situation just isn't good and it's time to, to move on to something else and, and learn the lessons that we've learned in our present situation and celebrate the, the good things that happen and the, and the people that we related well with and, and, and just move on. Yeah, you know, it's interesting. There's a couple of answers that jump in my head. One is a situation where you don't know what the intentions are. The second is a situation where a declared intention and actions are inconsistent, and 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 then then there can create fear and doubt and worry, and those can be really challenging situations to be a part of. And I myself have walked away from situations in those because of one I that I don't trust. Um, or I, 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 I see so many inconsistencies that I, I can't depend upon someone and therefore you need to, uh, you should hopefully declare and find a way to, to help uh, up train or, or, or communicate that clearly, but sometimes you just got to walk away. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Um, wrap up. Yes, I think it's funny because we began this conversation, we had the script and we talked about the importance of intention. And I am always one that when I thought about this, I was more clearly thinking about a a situation. As I enter into a situation, really reflect on what's my intention here? What am I I trying to get across? What am I trying, what's my purpose? What am I trying to deliver? And then if I know that, then before I go full on providing an, an intention, here's my intention of the conversation is to get a better understanding, to share how I felt in that situation, whatever that might be, declaring that is so much powerful. That power of why up front um, 
helps take spin away and helps you focus. But then as we've talked about it, I love the layering is, you know, as an individual, what's my intention? Um, what's my purpose? What do I want to approach and how that feeds down to my roles in life, how I show up, uh, then how I act so connected. Um, so you could look at attention from a whole bunch of ways. Uh, but key into all those situations is know it, um, declare it, and live it. Those three things are, uh, are things, whatever layer it is, uh, are good things to keep into consideration. Well, when you and I uh, talked about this uh, on, cam uh, on camera and off camera, um, I thought this is going to be a really difficult uh, topic to discuss and um, so after talking with you, I, I just did up an outline and that's, you know, we share the outline and then we go. And what happened in this episode is what happens in every episode. It's never as clear cut as we thought at the beginning. And once we get talking and our experience and everything comes in and we end up having a really good round conversation about something. And that's exactly what happened today. Cause I struggled with this one. I told you you were going to get the, the outline the next day. And I think it was two or three days before I sent it to you because I was actually really struggling with this one. But I also had faith that once you and I got on uh, the mics, that it was going to be something else. And it, that's exactly what happened. I just think this is a very rich conversation. I think this is probably one of the better conversations we've had in a little while. And we always have a good conversation. So that gives you some uh, gauge on what I think about this conversation. This is a big topic. And it's another one of these topics that's simple, that doesn't cost anything. And it's all about self-awareness. It's just about knowing you know, who you are and what you want to get done, whether you're the manager or the employee in this one. This is all about, uh, you know, getting out of yourself uh, and just doing the right thing at the right time. And I think there's ethics involved in this as well uh, that we didn't really touch on. But this is such a simple thing. It's like the context. It doesn't cost anything. Everybody can talk and everybody can do things. They can go out and do the right thing. So I've really liked this conversation. It blew up uh, and became a much bigger topic than I think we anticipated. But I like that. I mean, that's what we do on this show. Like we, I don't think we've ever stuck to this. It's not really a script. It's more of an outline. We've never stuck to it. And that's what, that's why I'm involved in this, this podcast is because we, you know, we write down some points and then we just go. And uh, I think yeah. this is just a great conversation and it's a great topic. And I've never heard anybody talk about this other than us. Uh, you know, and the one thing that I want to add, Guige really said something that really struck me, because in my summary, it was really talking about myself and thinking about the intention. But the other side of the coin is never assume intention, because we don't have a clue. I'm not in your head. I'm not a mind reader. Um, but often we assume, uh, assume what the other person's intention is, like that senior executive 
we may have assumed that he was just all about the money, didn't really care about the people and wasn't, you know, wasn't ever going to come off his quote high horse and that type of thing. And the, and uh, until you know them and you know, his intention actually was to connect. He was just an introvert. This was a big thing for him and he was brilliant, but, uh, and then you, you know, you figure out the story. So the other side of, of really understanding your intention and declaring it and then living it is to never assume the intention of the other person. Be curious, dig deeper, um, and, and you'll, you'll find some beautiful stuff when you do that. Yeah, be aware of what your default setting is. And uh, you could be surprised. Somebody had a surprise visit to uh, Walmart to get a cheap t-shirt and uh, swimming trunks. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So uh, we hope that some of what we've spoken about you find helpful. We hope that we didn't offend you or make you really angry. But Greg, your philosophy. Yeah, we end every podcast with this. And it's a, it's a lesson learned early from a coach of mine that will, my most impactful coaching sessions were ones that I experienced a little bit of joy and a little bit of churn or a little bit of peeve, uh, where, where the joy was when I experienced um, movement on something I was working towards, or I could see some positive action that I was making. And the churn or the peeve was when they reminded me or helped highlight something in me that I still had work to do. And so both those emotions, uh, one is good, one is kind of not so good, but both are useful if we choose to take them and apply the insights and the learnings to even greater uh, evolution of who we are and the impact we can make. So we hope today that there's a little bit of joy, maybe a little bit of churn. That's what people are paying for. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so remember, people matter. Take the time with the people you work with. They're an important part of your job, your success or your failure. Talk to you again next time. Take care.